Hey everyone, I'm James, and with me is John. I'm John. And we're gonna be doing a podcast. In this episode, me and John are gonna be playing a tabletop RPG game called Anomaly Containment Breach by Sniper Serpent on itch.io. This is a slightly different kind of tabletop RPG. This isn't really D&D or uh, Fate, uh, other Pathfinder, where there's a DM and players. There, this has no GM involved. Both me and John are going to be dictating the story. But the game, Anomaly, uses tarot cards to uh, create question prompts to move the story along. We aren't going to go too in-depth about the, uh, the gameplay rules. We're just going to play and have fun. The only thing you need to know about Anomaly Containment Breach, it's kind of like a horror sci-fi game. Some of the genre uh, touchstones are like the SCP Foundation, Warehouse 13. I think Control would be a good, another touchstone as well. A video game? Yes. Uh, Pretty much, Anomaly is about a facility, a entity, and an organization uh, that controls the facility, and the entity trying to escape. Me and John actually talked about all these things before, so John, do you just want me to go uh, just info dump, and then we'll start? Yeah. Okay. The organization is a large corporation called hemlock it feels weird not to say like hemlock enterprises or something no but they've gotten so big that they yeah. dropped that you know yeah they're just hemlock now and the facility is going to be a underground lab between their uh below their corporate office in a northwestern city in america maybe close to the canadian border and the thing about this organization is it started out as a milling company, but is now this very large, uh, kind of think Amazon level company. They do everything from military uh, research, uh, supplying uh, weaponry and getting books to you from, you know, from shipping, stuff like that. They do almost everything. But when they were a milling lumber company, a thing fell from the sky and landed on their property that was a spacecraft from outer space. And they took that spacecraft and they spent years reverse engineering whatever they could to get to where they are now. And the original CEO of the mill company that made this whole empire is now sick and in uh, comatose in hospital. And his son, Edmund Grayson, is the now interim CEO. The problem is, from the outside business scope world of everything, where things make sense, Edmund Grayson is not a great CEO. He is the CEO mostly because of nepotism and uh, he knows the secrets of the company, uh, the spacecraft and all these things. 
that they kept away from the public. But the research on the spacecraft is coming to a halt. And when that happens, he will most likely be thrown out of the CEO position. And the reason it's coming to a halt is because it's really coming to an end. Like they feel like they've gotten just about everything they can out of that technology. Right. There's like one last project, one last project being worked on. So Edmund is doing his best to find something new to keep to secure his position. And he did. A research team out somewhere in the world found this creature that was zipping around them at incredible speeds where one of the security guards were able to shoot it and stop it. And there they saw a almost red panda-like creature that was black, deep purple colors, uh, red eyes, very, very cute. We can't not say it wasn't brilliantly cute. Like, the guy who shot it felt bad afterwards. But they noticed it was rapidly healing its gunshot wound. Something that probably should have killed it was being healed in seconds. It was captured and brought back to the facility where Edmund Grayson is hoping to uh, secure his position by somehow somehow being able to take something from this creature to sell, pretty much, right? Uh, the other character that we came up with is Ava Lars. She is an engineer for the original like spacecraft uh, projects. She's not like the main engineer or anything like that. And she's unaware of this new thing that has come into the facility. She probably just heard rumors of some new thing they're working on that's not spacecraft related, something like that. And the only other thing is recently, the head uh, scientist, research engineer, uh, project leader of the spacecraft team department really has recently disappeared no one can get a word from them and they just never showed up to work apparently isn't home and no one knows what's up with that maybe he's just quit so we are going to start out by drawing from my tarot deck that i own and uh john do you want to go first because i did a lot of talking there Sure. Okay. I drew the Ace of Pentacles. Introduce a character. Well, uh... Questions. The questions, yeah. When was the facility built? Well, we need a year now. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know the exact timeline. (laughs) Like, do you want it to have been, like, over the last 30 years... That they were dealing with spacecraft or more than that 40 years 50 years because it would make sense for them to be you know obviously technology has come so far in our lifetime right. that they're the ones that were leading that charge because they had access to this technology uh yeah i'm, I'm thinking like maybe 50 years because like um the original ceo maybe he was in his like uh tw- like mid 20s to early 30s 
when the spacecraft happened. So 50 years would put him at like, what, 80s? Yeah. So we're talking like 1970s? Yeah. Okay. And then, so, how has its purpose changed over time? I think the office building has always been like a, well, I mean, this is for you to answer, but I guess, do you want a suggestion? Sure. Um, like the office building always started as kind of a way to um, hide the underground facility. Um, at first it was like just a, like no one really worked in the office, but as the company grew, it became like an actual office, like. They kept adding levels and levels and burying the facility even lower, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, so we answered the question. Wait, wait, how, does, how did its purpose change? I mean, I guess that depends on the different projects that they were working on when they were re- reverse engineering the ship, but obviously it's changing drastically now because they're kind of starting from scratch with the anomaly. Are we ready to take an action now? So you drew a Pentacles card, so you can introduce a character. You can also start a project or have a team meeting. So in my eyes, just to set the scene, um, we are at the underground facility with the office building and all that stuff. And we do have the creature in the underground facility somewhere uh, being kept hidden. Only like select people are researching it. So when we say team meeting, is that you and me, or is that like in the world of the game? In the world of the game. So you can like set the scene of like head scientist, CEO, and a couple other people, and we pretend to be the characters talking about whatever the proposed uh, question is you want to ask. So like if you want to pose the question of what are we looking to do with this creature or something That's what like I was that. just thinking, like. A team meeting where they're trying to figure out. It's not. It's not even just about figure it out. But like, if that uh, if Edmund's there, there's also pressure, right? Because time is ticking. Like he needs he needs results, right? But I don't know what the answers are. <laughs> uh, I mean, the answer is whatever. Like in my pos- uh, idea, like Edmund is definitely part of that discussion, mm-hmm. and. He is straight up just, um, I don't give a shit. You fucking poke, you prod, you do whatever. Figure out how it's healing and fucking, I don't know, extract its DNA and put it into humans. I don't fucking give a shit. Just figure it out. And uh, the scientists on the team, what do you think uh, they would probably want to research out of everything? I would guess they would want to research the the healing property that they already know about a younger scientist raises his hand so are, are we just going to start stabbing it with knives and watch how it heals is is that what we're doing <laughs> are we torturing this thing i mean i'm not a scientist see this is i'm sorry just me i'm not a scientist but i just don't feel like that's how you would figure it out <laughs> i have to like, like take samples and like see what's actually happening at like the molecular <laughs> level <laughs> it's a young scientist <laughs> he's like wait are we torturing a thing well we are though but yeah. just not not that way necessarily <laughs> unless we have unless it's one of those things where we got like a million things like stuck to it 
and then we are stabbing it just to like get the data of like you know that way what is its brain doing when we stab it <laughs> and honestly it can end there if there's nothing okay. else to discuss well, well the only question i have is also we know it's really fast right even if we figure out i guess kind of how that works what would be what would be an application for that I mean, if you can get another one, breed it, make it into, like, a working animal. Jeez. I mean, I guess, but I just feel like with this company, it would you want to make it something where, like, this can be applied to people, right? Like, technology, we're always trying to make technology, like, more and more kind of, like, one with people. It's like, I don't think that the company's going to be able to sell slavery in that way <laughs> in this day and age. Like, you have to hide it. You know, James, it has to be over in China where we're abusing people. You can't just do that in front of everyone. Uh, (laughs) So I'm just wondering, is like, is this information that you can take and like apply it to something where humans can use it for themselves? I mean, good. Hypothetically, you could have it move really quickly, record it in high speed camera, see how it's moving and try to like, um extract that to like robots or something be like okay let's make a robot move this way and see if it can replicate that maybe so i guess the other thing i the other question i have about the healing is like so we would since it's a company that just wants to make profit right like all they they would want it to be something where you don't actually make a human be able to heal faster just on their own right it would be like you're you get the same injuries you always get you get your same whatever it is issue that you always get and then this is like a new medication but it only works right. for that moment and then you would still need more right and then you sell it for a thousand dollars for the pill we we understand medicine we're american and honestly they would probably love to get into the medical field uh, are we ready to move on all right, I'm going to draw a card. I got the Nine of Cups. What's the scientific equipment the facility uses like? I'm thinking they have the best of the best. Like, the best money can buy. Probably shit that's not even out to regular companies because they have alien technology that they probably aren't ready to ship out yet, yeah. you know? They are the best of the best. Yeah. And cups, I can either acquire or lose something, start a project or a team meeting. Uh, let's start a project. I'm trying to think, what would be a good project? You know what? There's been a breakthrough with a component on the spacecraft, the original spacecraft, something that they couldn't really figure out before that they're like starting to find a way for it to like. They used to like interact with it and it would do nothing. And now it's starting to do things. So I'm going to give that five turns. So after five turns, I can determine what that is exactly. Uh, you ready for your card? Yep. The five of pentacles. You keep getting pentacles. <laughs> okay. Well, the anomaly was found like essentially in the wild. You know, they were a research team out there just looking for anything. And that's what they came across. Um, Oh, would it be like a jungle, um, temple, Japan, Asia? I 
I kind of think it should still be in that area. Like, what what is like the kind of like not populated areas of Canada? Like, it's just iced. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's our world. It's uh, <laughs> are you thinking like uh, forever uh, frozen wonderland with um big trees uh like the pine trees kind of thing i i guess i'm thinking barren but that the creature was in like still in a place like not a temple but like that kind of setting like it's hidden by this barren looking place you know what i mean but then when you dig deeper there's actually something there a old cave um that might have been related to some kind of like cavemen uh dwelling Something like that. Mm-hmm. How is it? What was it? Yeah. How was it transported to the facility? Right. Well, they shot it. So it wasn't that hard to then pick it up. <laughs> Put it in like a cage or something. Yeah. Maybe helicoptered in. Do they even need? Well, no, actually, that makes sense because how do they get across the border? Like, do they actually go through legal channels or do they have a way of like I feel like most of it's um like legal but maybe like semi legal where you know they're greasing some palms stuff like that then i feel like it shouldn't be by helicopter it should just drive across the border okay uh and you can introduce a character project blah 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 I guess I want to introduce a character. Okay. This is a person who... What are the positions of the... I know we have engineers, but like the people working on the team that's actually studying the anomaly, what, just researchers, scientists, like... Probably scientists, researchers, yeah. Maybe biologists, if you want to be like specific. I won't be. <laughs> just because okay. I don't know. No. Um, but there's a scientist who is a part of the team doing this research, but he's fucked up about it. He feels terrible. He, you know, he, okay. the, the creature is, you know, as we pointed out, very cute. And he's just like, this is messed up. I want to protect this thing. But he kind of can't. Like, he's in a position where he can't really do much because everyone's constantly, you know, aware. He's in, they're all in the facility, so there's nothing he can really do. But the most he can do is elect out of, you know, being the one to stab the creature. Right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he tries to come up with alternatives, like, right. we can do it this way, you know, or we don't need to do that, we can do this. Maybe he's, like, finding out what the creature can eat and, like, giving it things that it might like and just being nice to it in that way. What's his name? I hate coming up with names. Um... John. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, Esteban. His name Esteban. Is Esteban. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's a scientist from Colombia. Okay. All right, I'm going to draw a card. The King of Cups, and I'm going to redo this fucking deck. Huh. This is interesting. Okay, um, someone powerful promises their support. 
who are they? What is their agenda? What help could they provide? Um, they are uh, Keith Lee. They used to be like Edmund's father's uh, right-hand man. They, he is going to be there to like support Edmund. Like after this like new discovery. Uh, like he was in retirement and after hearing, I guess like word got to him or maybe Edmund like tracked him down. Um, and from seeing this creature they're in, they're like, yeah, I don't know how we're going to make millions off this, but fuck it. Let's make millions off of it. And their agenda is just to be an asshole rich guy. They want money in return of this. And the help they can provide is like he was there in the beginning with uh, Edmund's father. Uh, he remembers the like the shit they had to get through with the spaceship, you know, the trials and tribulations. Pretty much he's kind of there for like moral support for Edmund and the crew. And we're going to acquire uh, morale because of that. Like, people's spirits are more up. Let me know when you're ready for your card. Okay. But before that, you know, I didn't even... When you say, like, when you said acquire morale, I didn't even think of, like... Like, I was literally thinking of, like, tangible things, you know? Yeah, I, I will say, like, under, like, secure or in danger stuff, um, it could be something like trust might be a fun thing to put in danger, stuff like that. Okay. Um, so, I think... I think it works. Okay. Ready for your card? Mm -hmm. Oh. The Hanged Man. This is a major arcana card. And there's only one question. For all the other ones, they had one or they had two questions. This one only has one. The Hanged Man. Oh, this got good. The anomaly demands a sacrifice. Or it will create a terrible calamity. Do the facility staff make the sacrifice? What is the cost they pay for their decision? So wait, so this thing can talk now? Uh, I mean, if you wanted to. We can find a way. Okay, what's the way? I feel like it should be to the one that's being nice. Esteban. It should communicate with Esteban. Okay. It could be telepathic. So... What's the sacrifice though? I don't view I mean, I don't know. I guess we can <laughs> we're learning about the anomaly as we play, but I don't view the anomaly as like evil or anything. I just think it's desperate. It's in a desperate situation. Right. It, yeah. Maybe it's like one day when it's just it and Esteban in the room. Like no one else is everyone went home for the day or something like that. Maybe Esteban notices. Hmm. If if the creature's telepathic, can it also read your mind? Essentially, maybe. I don't know if this is this <laughs> jumping the gun <laughs> way too much. <laughs> would would it based on that? Based on being able to kind of get the knowledge of all the people who are in the facility, like would it have any idea of how to do something with the ship? I mean, that could be fun. Like, is that a sacrifice? Because I'm thinking, like, if, if, if Esteban 
is being asked of a way to, you know, get the anomaly on the ship or give it access to the ship, <laughs> you, you would, if it happens, it, you'd be put in a situation where you lose both. Mm. So not only the thing that was going to make the rest of your company, but also the thing that you have been falling back on for the last 50 years. Mm. Maybe it wants something from the ship. Uh, maybe not the ship itself. Like, not like what would it want and also how would it be beneficial to the anomaly right do you know when when you said um that something was all of a sudden happening on the ship i immediately thought wait so is our anomaly connected to the ship in some way like why it is it that the anomaly is in the facility and now the ship is reacting it could be a, a coincidence it could be anything uh that still has two turns i mean if you do something you could just take that and run with it Maybe it wants the component that's now reacting. And what would be the great calamity of it? Maybe all the alien technology will stop working. Like, that's what's threatening right now. Something like that. But if, if it's that, then I feel like then this thing is actually, like, an alien. Right? Maybe. Like, but if you don't want to go that way, we don't have to. It's interesting. It's just, like... So when when I was thinking like oh the ship is related to the anomaly I actually thought that you know how it crash landed not that the anomaly was from the ship or something but that the alien was in search of the anomaly itself and then it crash landed and wasn't able to complete its mission or whatever mm. but that's why they're both in the same area it's not because the anomaly is from the ship but because the ship was on its way to get the anomaly but I don't know what what's more interesting that the anomaly is actually the alien or related to the alien. I mean, we don't even have to define that right now. Okay, I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> like what? The anomaly demands a sacrifice. It will create okay. a terrible calamity. Do the facility staff make the sacrifice? I have a couple ideas, but this is also your question. Yeah. Uh, maybe the terrible calamity. Um. Maybe it's like not on purpose, but it's more like um as you know, it keeps healing and rehealing, it's like producing some kind of gas that's toxic. And they now have to like either deal with that, uh, and people could die, or they have to use like uh parts from the alien ship to like uh create something to like recycle the gas or something like that and the way it can like communicate that to esteban is like telepathic like just pictures and esteban who is not an engineer who is not anything just knows like how to use the uh, machinery uh, of the spacecraft to do it so what's the sacrifice here though in that scenario the part they have to use is the spacecraft thing so the thing that they're about to like figure out what they can do with, they just have to give it up. Okay. But it's still there. You know what I mean? It's still in the facility. How much of a sacrifice is that? Just that they can't continue their project in the meantime? Yeah. Okay. So uh, do the facility staff make the sacrifice? Well, I would imagine Esteban would want to. I'm just trying to think, how is he going to convince them? the others to do 
what they need to do. So, like, would he be honest, Esteban, with the rest of the team? Like, would is this just like a team meeting moment where he has to say, "Look, <laughs> the anomaly told me <laughs> that this is gonna happen if we don't," you know? I think that's definitely one way to go about it, and it could work because now the anomaly is doing something new. So, like, oh my god, there's even more we can get from this. When who's in this team meeting? Like, is it always going to be Edmund, or is this just the scientists now that are constantly at the facility? Uh, it would be Edmund, the scientist, Esteban now. Would Ava be forced into it now because... Because it's, it's evolving the ship? Yeah. I feel like not in the meeting, but okay. after the meeting, they would have to go talk to her. But this is. Okay. But I'm just trying to... How does the meeting play out? So Esteban's at the meeting, and he's saying, look... You know, it sounds crazy, but the anomaly is communicating me, with me it's seemingly through telepathic means. It's showing me images, and something bad's going to happen if we don't get this part that you guys are working on in the ship. If we get that part to the anomaly, it can create something like a filter to keep from killing us all, essentially, from what we're doing to it. So really, it's protecting us even though we keep hurting it. Um, but like, what is Ed, uh, Edmund's reaction to that? That's the you know what I mean. I feel like the other scientists they respect Esteban enough, right? But Edmund has got to be like, I don't give a fuck what the anomaly is saying, and you're not getting telepathic images uploaded to your mind. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, the idea is like Esteban, who again is not an engineer, but uh, like he's able to communicate what needs to be done, right? Mm. So maybe if there is another engineer there going like, yeah, that could definitely do what he's saying is, uh, maybe Edmund would be, uh, be like, fuck. What, do you think he would have he already done the work to, to prove that the gas that's being created from, or this toxic materials, like, they already know that? It's a fact that it's in the air now? In the facility? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, okay, so then he has, a meet, like, some proof, and that's why Edmund wouldn't really have a choice. But Edmund would still be upset because now they have to go get Ava involved, which means you're expanding the amount of people who know about this thing, which yeah. you never want to do. Fuck. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just picturing you're Ava. You know what I mean? You've been working on your little ship and gadgets this whole time. And then they're telling you, do they tell you everything? Do they tell you that there's the anomaly, the creature, or do they tell you there's this gas that is spreading through the facility? How I do think you... they would go that way. They wouldn't tell her. They would okay. just be like, hey, uh, this is happening, uh, and we had another engineer lie about that too, come up with a way to do it using these parts. Okay, but if you're Ava... How did this person come up with this when they don't work on the ship technology? Like, if they're working on this other team, how do they know about this device that I've been working on? And also, where's the gas coming from? Yeah, so maybe Ava's, like, now trying to, like, piece shit together, but they're keeping her in the dark. But they're just kind of like, this is what you have to do. Like, don't worry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were working on this other spacecraft thing that we're keeping away from you. Okay. 
And so now she has to work with their team to make this thing because they're not actually... Okay, so that's the question. When, when we say sacrifice, are they actually just going to give this to the anomaly for it to do its thing? Or are they just going to do it because now they understand what needs to be done? Because if, if, you, don't, if you don't give it to the anomaly, then Ava has to join the team because she's the one that knows the most about this thing. So she, they're, like you said, they're able to explain what needs to be done. And with the different people, like, they know what to do. So like Ava right. knows what to do based on what they're telling her because she knows enough about this technology so i'm thinking they would definitely keep her in the dark still but Mm -hmm. now she's like curious and i would say like it gets built maybe the anomaly is moved somewhere else temporarily um but now this thing is near the anomaly so maybe it can come up later uh because it's near the anomaly okay uh, I guess my turn? Yeah. Oh, the Ten of Pentacles. Oh. You're, is your mind already going where I'm going based on that first question? <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, it's definitely going to have to be the first one. I want to hear your thoughts. You want to hear For, my thoughts? Uh, I guess I should read out the question. Someone is found miraculously having survived a previously assumed death. Who and how did they survive? I mean, I have a, like, I have two totally different directions. Okay. So the first one that popped into my head, though, was actually the character that you said was missing. Right. And I don't know the details, but that's immediately the thing that came into my mind, that he's a wrench that gets thrown back into this because he's actually around. And while we were like, oh, it's a mystery, maybe it's not a mystery to someone like Edmund (laughs) or something like that, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like, fuck <laughs> for, for him. Um, but then the other thing I thought was comatose dad. Oh. Like, yeah, there's a whole person that is essentially dead. You know what I mean? And, and they're not expecting a recovery in his late age. They're just kind of hanging, you know, not pulling the plug. What if he woke up? What, what if there's something? What if? What if he's back in the office the next day? <laughs> The original CEO, Ed Grayson. I, I kind of, I love both because they just can be, you know what I mean? It just really throws around. Because the thing is, we never really got into the relationship with him and his father, but I would imagine it's not great if he can no. be ousted so easily. You know what I mean? Like if it's like, oh, your time is done. You were only interim. That means right. there was never actually a succession plan for him to be the one that took over. I feel, I feel like, it's um Edmund always like tried to live up to like what his father built and just could never. Mm-hmm. He's in his dad's shadow and his dad also does not give him credit. Yeah. Like even like the little good stuff he's done, it's not comparable to what he did. You mm-hmm. know, I'm thinking that's kind of their relationship. So maybe with having this anomaly, like maybe the father's like, well, don't fuck this up. Or, again, I don't know what kind of. Well, actually, the wrench and my the idea I was about to give you was, uh, you said Keith is involved, so I don't see why he wouldn't tell the father. But I was going to say, or if Edmund could actually keep it a secret from his father. And the only reason why I say that is because if he, if his father found out, why wouldn't his father just take over? You know what I mean? 
Like his father is definitely a guy who's like, I know best. You're a failure. This is too big well, for you. I mean, I think what would ha- more than likely happen, because again, the father is what in his 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if he could like take over as CEO again. Why? It's his company. I guess it's just. Um, I get the feeling that his father is not to say that there isn't merit to like what he's done with the previous stuff but it just i feel like he's gotten drunk off power power yeah like he's just like definitely drinks his own kool-aid and is like (laughs) i i run this i am the best i change the world you know what i mean like no one does it better than me kind of thing well maybe he's back but he's not entirely healthy Mm. so he still kind of has to be on the sidelines yeah like, hey, this is your last chance for me not to throw you out a window, son. But but then this still comes to what I'm saying. Like, would Edmund tell him everything that's going on? Because unless you're at the facility, you don't know these things. Right, right. So it's like, is he still trying to, like, impress his dad by delivering something? Or do you think he would be like, no, no. we made a you discovery? You know what he's doing? What? He is overshooting what they have right now. He's like, we found this creature, it heals, we are on the brink of being able to put that healing factor into humans. Okay. So he delivers on the idea, yeah, the, the, what they want to do, he's saying they're already about to do. Yeah. So how did his dad survive? How did his dad come, wake up from the coma? Uh, I feel like... I wish this question came a little bit later. <laughs> but... Yeah. I feel like... Ed, the father, mm-hmm. would say something along the lines of, like, the devil rejected me and God forgiven me. Like, that's what he would fucking just say. It's a miraculous thing, and he's playing that up. As too bad for the devil and God's forgiven me. So we don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it. He fucking woke up one day and told the fucking nurses get him off this fucking bed. Okay. He probably shouldn't even be able to walk. He's probably using a cane or something. Um, and uh, Pentacles, I can introduce a character, start a project, team meeting. I mean, would you... Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Well, uh, let me know what you think. I'm gonna... I wanna double check uh, what a project can technically be okay what was your thoughts well just my thoughts was like we were filling in stuff that weren't a part of what we were saying like of the actual like question and stuff so i'm like would that require a team meeting or is it we can just kind of do whatever we want we can do whatever we want it's a tabletop rpg (laughs) okay i was just making sure i I also feel like this game kind of expects you to start with the anomaly like fucking shit up already yeah uh but i think we're doing just as well where where we are. Um, I'm going to set a project. Like we said, the anomaly can be telepathic when it chooses to. But I feel like it also makes sounds, like uh, chirping kind of clicky noises, right? Um, that's how it makes noises. And it's been rather talkative, quote-unquote talkative, mm-hmm. these past couple days. 
I'm going to put that at three turns. I have an idea for that. But in three turns, uh, I'll say what I think is going on. Okay. And in, but in your next turn, you have to follow up on the thing that you put five turns, right? No, I, I crossed it out because I figured it makes sense that, well, now it's part of this other thing. Okay, okay. Like, they can't even research in it anymore. Okay. Uh, so you're ready for your card? Yeah. The Four of Pentacles. We're getting a lot of Pentacles. What's a unique geographical feature of the area? How does this make the facility more secure? I mean, we've kind of both been working together on the answering of the questions, so I have a question for you. Sure. Because I don't think we actually said it. Like, we, we, we planned it out before, but since we've been doing this, did we ever decide whether it's actually in the city or not? Because, like, before we said that, like, I'm talking about before we started recording today, we right. said it's in the city, but I don't know if we said that now. What Do you want that to be the case? Because, like, I, I, I kind of do. It's like a, another... It raises the stakes for anything that goes right. wrong. Yeah, I, I like the idea of it's in, in the city proper as well. Okay, so... I mean, I feel like that's the unique part is that you don't usually have research facilities <laughs> in the middle of the city. You know, you usually want that stuff outside the city, right? Right. Um, so I guess, well, I don't know. I guess the question was geographical. So why is that unique geographically? Like, it's not a mountain. It's surrounded by mountains if you're up, in, you know. We never right. said exactly where it was, but we said, like, you said northwest. Right. I mean, I'm, we can fudge it and just go with the whole city thing. City. Okay, all right. So uh, I could tell you, like, my first thought when I saw this question. Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm going with the more um, positive form. Yeah. Uh, there's a dam. So that generates power. Like, losing power is not... Something they're afraid of. Okay. So, and then this is just me maybe stretching. Yeah, I don't know how like inspections go <laughs> in real life because I don't work at any secret facilities or research facilities. But I feel uh -huh. like that's also a positive factor just because I think if you're getting inspected, they're not thinking the level of shit that's happening there would be happening there because you're in the middle <laughs> of the fucking city. Right. So it's like maybe things get a little looked over because it's just like quick visits where it's like, yep, everything looks good. And then you're out. You know what I mean? Like they're not going that in depth as if you were out in the middle of nowhere where they're going to check. Because why are you out in the middle of nowhere? You know what I mean? Then you want to check every little thing. Right. I'm cool with that. And then what a... Uh... And I always have the same options because <laughs> I've gotten pentacles yeah. almost every time except for once. Um, <laughs> hmm? I was going to say, would it be fun to introduce the inspector? Sure. Like, again, normally they just pass, you know. I mean, I guess I can't just make something happen unless it's happening, but. I mean, you can introduce whatever character you want. Like, it doesn't have to relate to the question if you want. Do you have an, uh, any other ideas for a character? Well, I. Only because we ended up going with the father route for that story. I'm, I'm interested in that character that disappeared, but I still don't know what to make of that. What was his name again? We know, I, di I didn't name him. 
I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. So I, I guess I still would probably introduce the person doing the inspection. Sure. Ryland. Ryland. So he, him? Yeah. And um, he's kind of known as like the best of the best. He hasn't inspected the facility before, but again, because of the reasons we said, it kind of right. just is like usually nothing to it. I'm trying to figure out how he would get one, but I'm I'm thinking he should have gotten an anonymous tip, though, that he should look a little more closely the next time he goes to Hemlock. Okay. Like, he's been to the office, but never, like, the secret, secret areas, right? Yeah, not the secrets. Because remember, oh, actually, I don't think we said this earlier, when you were saying there's levels and stuff, they have a research facility above the research facility we're talking about. Right. Where it's like, this is where we... Just look, this is our normal tech stuff, right? But then if you go deeper, there's, you know, the secret research facility. <laughs> so maybe he's been to that level right? and never thought anything of it. Why is there another button lower than this on the elevator? <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> okay, uh, I like that. Ryland the inspector. All right. Okay. Something new, Six of Swords. I mean, uh, we kind of already answered the second question, so I'm just going to go with it. Uh, what supernatural effect of the anomaly is something the facility is uh, able to handle easily? How much more devastating would it be if the anomaly escapes? For me, it's the speed. Um, if it was running around the halls, jumping, dashing between people and stuff, like, even if you try to shoot at it, you risk shooting someone else. And they kind of have that contained because it's in a cage. It's in, like, a, a glass tubing kind of thing, uh, surrounded by glass kind of thing. Uh, let me see what the swords do. Let's see. What can we do with that? Secure or endanger something? Can I do that? I mean... Okay, yeah. No, I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to endanger Ava Lars's safety. She was the tipper to the inspector. So if you're endangering her safety, Edmund found out. I feel like a lot of things point to her. And he was already paranoid about bringing her in. And then all of a sudden yeah. they have an inspector who wants to come see more of. Yeah. I also think, like, Keith being the soft-hearted... Not Keith, um... Esteban being the soft-hearted person he is. Like, maybe some blame is on... Uh, is distracting that. Like, Emmons, like, it can be this person, this person, or this person. But Ava is definitely on his sights, you know? But she is the one that tipped off Ryland. Okay. And Ryland is making a lot of questions. All right. You ready for your question? Uh, your uh, card? Yeah. The King of Swords. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know which one I want to use. Because <laughs> if I go with the first one. The first question being, what's the most dangerous part containing the breach? How is the team making it safer, and why is this not enough? 
I feel like the most dangerous part is that they transported the anomaly and that he's not actually or it's not actually in its containment area where it has to go back to so they have to transport it again because remember they moved it to filter that area and to keep Ava from finding out about the anomaly but just transporting it in general is a problem because again they don't even know everything that the anomaly can do but obviously with its super speed it's not safe and then how is the team making it safer and why is this not enough? The fucked up version is they're making it safer by, you know, like essentially torturing the animal as they're transporting it, like keeping right. it in pain so that it's focusing on healing rather than doing anything else. But the reason why I don't think that's enough is because, again, they just don't know what this, what the anomaly can actually do. Okay. They just think that's enough. Like, it worked the first time or the first two times, you know, getting it to the facility, moving it to a different area and now trying to move it back. Yeah, so right now it's not in its uh, original place, you think? No, it's not. Because we said that. I mean, we never said it got put back. We said that we moved the anomaly to work on that filter thing with Ava and the rest of the team. Okay. But maybe it's being kept in like a smaller cage or something, but... Yeah, I know, but how safe are these cages? Like, again, like we're just like, sure, it's in a box. It, it, It can't do anything, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good with that. Like even just ending it there because my n- next turn, mm-hmm. my project ends, and I'm gonna talk about what's going on. Okay. Um, but do you want to do your action now? So you have the King of Swords, secure, endanger something, or project meeting. I feel like I would want a meeting, but not with Edmund. Okay, we can do that. It's Ava, Esteban, and the rest of the researchers where she's kind of demanding to know what's going on. Okay. And I would say she's kind of... So you said she's endangered because she could be the one. I don't think she cares in this situation. Okay. I think in this situation, she kind of warns them, like, you guys need to come clean and also... Shit's about to hit the fan. Mmm. And I feel like Esteban would come clean. Not to say that the other researchers are, like, evil or anything like that. Just they do their job. And they're afraid to do anything else. Right, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, And so Esteban would say what he knows. Which, again, is they don't know that much. You know? He just knows, look, we have... This creature, it heals really fast. There's some kind of connection to the ship. It's the one that told me we needed to, you know, build this filter or else we were just going to blow up this facility or we were going to die in it. That's all we got. We're trying to use it to come up with the next big thing. Hopefully a healing serum of some kind or pill. And then my the only thing I don't know is what is Ava's reaction to that? Like, is her reaction, oh, shit. Now I actually regret calling this inspector in because that just means it could end up in even worse hands. You know what I mean? Right. Like, is she now part of like, we need to cover this up until we can figure out something else? Or is she like, we need to get, I don't know. I don't know what the solution, because the thing is, I feel like 
the, the way this company works, they know that they can't just like kidnap the anomaly or something because right, that, right, could, right. that could spell death for them. You know what I mean? Like that's like Edmund will just straight up have us erased <laughs> from existence. I feel like Ava's going to be on the Esteban side of things of, well, this is kind of cruel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they're both with the inspe- with her knowing that an inspection is coming. I think she's also worried. Like again, like this is just going right. to go worse if if we don't figure out something with the anomaly or a way to cover up that it's there. But then right. you know you're just keeping it in that terrible situation. I mean, that could be where the meeting ends. Like if we don't have any answers, that's that's life. So maybe the meeting ends with we need to figure out a way to get the anomaly out of here. But they don't have that answer. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so my project ends. Uh, the project was the anomaly has been a lot more talkative while it's in its separate little cage. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like this chirping, clicking noises. And like the other researchers down the facility have gotten used to the noise. But the camera starts going up to like different floors of the actual office building and through the vents or through like dark corners, normal office workers are hearing these clicking noises and it keeps going up and up until we get to the very top where you see Edmund like having like a discussion with his father. Um, and he starts hearing the clicking noises and the father is just like, oh, what did you, f- haven't you been keeping up the maintenance of the AC or something? Mm-hmm. But Edmund actually knows that's the creature. Mm-hmm. And he, now he's like, what the fuck is going on? As it echoes throughout the whole office. The only thing I would add to that is that mm-hmm. I, I think that the creature should be making the sound like for real. But that also there's like a telepathic nature to it where you're hearing it in your mind more so than through the vents. You get what Mm. I'm saying? Like he's aware of what it is because he's heard it in person. Other people are just kind of like, what the heck is that? And they don't really know where it's coming from. Right. All right. I'm going to draw my card. The Queen of Swords. Do you know what the sound is before you continue? Or are you just putting that out there? Uh, my idea is maybe there's even more creatures now in the building. What? It's one way to take it, baby. Okay, but why did you why did you end it there? Like, if this is your if it's a it was a project you were doing, no. Hmm. So why why didn't you just go to whatever conclusion you were going to go to? Like, do the breach, or at least more information about like, are there more there, and why are they there? How are they there? Like, it doesn't matter. They're just there. Yeah. Don't forget, there's the anomaly actions and stuff like that when we get the uh, major arcanas. Mm -hmm. It's just something there that we can uh, exploit, or maybe it's, like you said, a telepathic thing. Well, even if it's what I said, it could still be what you said. Like, if he communicates telepathically, why wouldn't he communicate with his own kind telepathically as well? Exactly. Um, Wait, before you move on, what was I going to say? Oh, just keep in mind, too, that since the anomaly is telepathic, that he also knows what Esteban and Ava are trying to do. Right. Regardless of which way, you know, he goes. Just he has that information. Right. 
we have we don't know we have secrets that we don't understand but there are no secrets the anomaly doesn't you know what i mean like we can't keep secrets from the anomaly essentially so uh just so clarify eva and um esteban are they trying to like help it escape or just like help hide it i think they want to figure out a way for it to help it escape because it's okay. the it's the harder route for them but it's the easier route for them to cut clean from if they complete it and then the anomaly is safe but it's the it's the riskiest until they actually succeed if they succeed right because anything leading up to the actual anomaly escaping is just them getting caught and who knows what happens okay uh queen of swords um I guess I would have to go with someone leaks the goings-on of the facility to the public. Who and what pu- what punishment will they face? Okay, I this is how I'm going to go with it. Like, not necessarily tabloid. Like, I feel like it's real newspapers. Like, former uh, workers of the facility pretty much breach NDA and have been saying... Like just why one guy it, actually. Why wouldn't it be the guy that disappeared? Ooh. Okay, so it finally uh he su- finally resurfaces. He's like on the other end of the country. And he's been apparently telling like journalists about how Hemlock uh have been using like alien technology, stuff like that. And some pu- publication decided to like put it out. Decided like, hey, fuck it, it's insanity, but fuck it. This will get you know. This will sell newspapers. I have a question. Is uh-huh. he? When you say resurface, is it like we know it's him, or is it just that he's doing this and he's still trying to be anonymous? And the reason why he disappeared is just because he's afraid of what would happen to him. Yeah, I, I feel like he's trying to be anonymous, but. At this point, like other researchers or like some of the stuff he talks about, it's clear. It's like him. he was the only one who was here yeah. during the early days. Like, what the fuck? What's his name? Never gave him a name. Uh, you want me to? Yeah, I feel like the facility, like okay. the facility members would be like, oh, this, you think this is and Dr. Dr. I want to take something for Death Note. Go ahead, do it. I'm going to take a less deep cut. Um, Dr. Matsuda, Japanese-American, former head researcher. And yeah, he's starting to leak things. And I feel like Edmund, I feel like Ed, actually, the father, is like, is suggesting like hiring hit men to kill him. Because this is like the ultimate betrayal of someone who's worked, who technically worked under him for the, you know, since the beginning kind of mm-hmm. thing. If that goes anywhere, I don't know. And um, I think I want to start a project. We're going to say like, it's been a couple of turns now. They've completed the filtration thing and they want to move the creature back into the original area. So move anomaly. I'm going to say that's two turns. Ready for your card? Mm-hmm. The Page of Pentacles. We've gotten no wands. 
One of the questions is, how many people live in the facility? How many of them are oblivious to the true purpose? Does anybody actually live in the facility? I feel like the researchers, they would feel like they live at the facility, but... Yeah, I would feel like there's like... Like, there's a skeleton crew at night. But that, like, gets, you know, shuffled around. Mm-hmm. And then how many people are oblivious to the true purpose? I would say anyone who doesn't work in a specific research facility doesn't know. So, like, yeah. if you worked where the ship was, obviously you know about the ship. If you know, worked where the anomaly is, obviously you know about the anomaly. But outside of that, you don't know. You just think you work right. on computers and stuff. Like, you know, you're... You said Amazon, but I, I think of them more like Apple, like on the scale of Amazon. But like they've been the you know one of the big right. tech companies just building out all the stuff that we're used to using. Like they're the ones that made smartphones in this universe, and you know stuff like that. Right. Okay, I feel good with that. Um, is it? Can you start a project while an, another project is started? Yeah, because I feel like. This is their chance then, right? Like Ava and Esteban. If there's a set time that the anomaly is going to be moved, then they need to make their plan to try and help the anomaly escape. Okay, I mean, like, next turn is when that's going to happen. Yeah, but why can't it just be... It can't be at, like, the same... Oh, what are you thinking that they're going to do? I'm curious. I don't know. I'm trying to think because, like, because they have to do it without being caught. Unless they don't care <laughs> after a point. I don't know. When when they've been, like, moving the creature, I, I was saying, like, you know, they're kind of, like, keeping it in pain to keep it in check. But is there any, like, shackles involved as well in between moving from cell to cell? No, because we wouldn't put shackles on, like, a dog. Like, I think they still, dog, like, <laughs> treat it as, like, like a little animal. an animal, yeah. We put leashes on animals, though. Yeah, but, like, not when they're in their carrier. If you, how, how do you get it into the carrier if it's not cooperating? Like, just think about when animal control comes out to get a wild dog. Right. They don't pick it up with their hands and put it in the carrier. I don't know. Maybe they do have those like, uh, those uh, uh, leads with the loop where they try to get it over the dog's head. Oh, okay. Okay, so when there's when they're locking this up in its cell, like, is it like a computer controlled door that locks like that, or is it like more mechanical, like simple? I feel like this crazy research facility would have something more secure, like. Also, maybe they weren't thinking they were going to be handling a live creature, so maybe it's not, you know, high-tech. No, I think it would be, because I think, like, anything that they get would be sealed off. All right, so maybe the cage isn't, but that room is. You know what I mean? Like, wherever the... You get what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, they have to have, like, crazy seals, and, like... That's why I was thinking the telepathic thing with the sounds. Like, would you actually be able to hear what was going down there in any shape or form through the vents? Mm. You know what I mean? Why hasn't the anomaly communicated more with Esteban about if it knows that it's trying to help him escape? I mean, maybe that's part of the plan. 
Does it communicate how it can help? So, like, how Esteban can help? Like, if the creature has an idea, maybe it would tell Esteban. Oh, you're saying, like, I could have just been like, oh, the creature said this already or gave him the telepathic message? Because I'm also thinking, like, you know, I just feel like this creature can do more than what it's shown. And why hasn't it? Because we literally don't know anything about it. Yeah. So the idea that we know everything about it when we don't know anything about it would be ridiculous, you know? So there's got to be something. Yeah. It's all up to you, man. You can make up whatever (laughs) the fuck you want. Let's have a team meeting. It's Ava, Esteban, and the Anomaly. Okay. So I guess the proposed question is, how do we get the Anomaly free? Or, uh, you know, help it escape? Do you think they would also, but would they ask more than that? Like, where are you from? What is this? What are you? <laughs> like, I think if they ask questions like that, like, where are you from? It just shows, like, the cave. What are you? And it just shows a picture of itself. Like, uh, I, I'm this. Yeah, but what if it's not from the cave? What if that's just where it was? Yeah. But then it would show something else. Okay, what do you think it would show? I don't know. <laughs> Because I'm still trying to figure out why, because, you know, earlier I was like the aliens might have been, or no, the aliens had to have been coming here for the anomaly. So either the aliens came for the anomaly or the anomaly is the alien. Like, those are the only two options based on what we decided with the filter thing. Sure. Because that's just too convenient, you know, for it to be right there and it, and, and it belongs. So either the aliens knew about the anomaly and that's why it created this thing, or the anomaly is the alien and that's why it has this thing on the ship. I mean, do you just want to, would you feel better if we made one of those just true, like story-wise? Kind of. I feel like the anomaly is an invasive spe- species. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it did like grow up on Earth. Like it's not, the, um, you know, it's not like the original who came from space. And the spacecraft did, like, either bring it or came to, like, be like, oh, no, that shouldn't be there. We did a big bad. Okay. Yeah, so I was thinking that, that, that the aliens were coming to pick it back up for whatever reason it's here. And now it's just, like, an uh, invasive species. So the anomaly, would it, you said it grew up here, but would it want to get to the, like, would it want to leave on the ship? Because it would know that now, too. You know what I mean? Like, again, like, it seems like not all knowing, but with its telepathic ability and then with us bringing the technology to it, like, it could figure it out. So would it just be like, fuck it, I'm off this? Or would it just be like, I just need to get out of here so I can figure out what I'm doing next? I feel like it just wants to get out and do its thing, you know? Like, but it's in danger now that people know about it. And it's a growing number. <laughs> like no one's gonna. It's it's never. There's not gonna be a time where it's not being hunted. Well, this is when it becomes the hunter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so why would so? But okay. But then it can't communicate that with Ava and Esteban because then why would they? I feel unleash that on the world. I have an idea. Um, 
with the move anomaly thing. And I feel like the anomaly is going to be like, just make sure Esteban's the one to put me back in the, my cage. Mm-hmm. And maybe even like be like, hey, unlock the cage before we get into, unlock the carrier before we get to the main cage. You know, I, I have a plan. Okay. I feel like when you say that, though, that makes me think, not that necessarily, wait, do you think that it would be honest with Esteban and Ava since the way they've been with it, with the anomaly? I mean, if he's telepathic and he can read their minds, he knows they're sympathetic. But would he be That's honest? That's why they're having this team meeting. Okay, so, but then I would say that the anomaly would tell them that he's going to blow up the fucking facility. Because the toxic material that was filtered is just captured inside that device that they made, and now he's essentially right. made a bomb. I mean, <laughs> that was not the way I was going with it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wonder if it was even toxic to the humans to begin with. Yeah, you never know. Like, maybe it's toxic to the aliens that wanted to use that device to capture all that stuff. But maybe, you know, we've been living, it's been living on our planet, and there hasn't been any adverse effects as far as we knew up to that point. Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. That's what I thought. That's what I think. That he, you know, he's been planning his own escape because he didn't know who he could trust, but obviously he knows he can trust Esteban and Ava. And the only reason to tell them the truth is because he's pretty much saying, This is what I'm going to do if you let me loose. So you have a chance to save yourself, but that's what's going to happen. <laughs> this bitch blowing. Ah. <laughs> uh, well. Because he can't totally, he has to, he, he needs to rely on them to get to that point, but he can't rely on them to help him actually escape because then he's just putting himself at risk. All right. I'm going to say the dirty bomb idea in the anomaly's head is like, that's plan D. <laughs> Why is that plan D? Because it would kill the nice people. It knows not everyone here is bad. Just the, you know, people who keep stabbing it. And Edmund. And Ed. Yeah, but I feel like he knows what they know. Wouldn't you want to destroy all evidence of you being there? Like I was saying, he's going to be hunted, but the fewer people that factually know about you, the easier your time is going to be. You know what I mean? Like You just, you just pretty much need to outlast... Edmund and his people, and then you're in the clear. <laughs> but outside of that, if you escape and you know that Ava tipped the inspector, you know that a former employee is putting stuff in the media, eventually the government's going to find out about this facility. Mm. But if you blow it up, there's nothing for them to find. I say we go with the story and see what happens. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. So. Move the anomaly. Um, so I feel like the anomaly does put a, like a thing in Esteban's head uh, as he goes to like unlock the cage, the carrier before they get to the cage. Um, of like, like reassurance. Like I'm gonna make this look good for you, kind of a 
feeling. Sorry. It's just, you know, you were saying like yeah. you wouldn't want to kill the good people, but like, who's to say he, like, we don't know what he can do. This man could just, or this creature could just make like a fucking force field around him and the two people yeah. that he's protecting and they're safe. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Esteban does, you know, uh, unlock the carrier, but tries to hide it. And that's when uh, the anomaly dashes out and kind of scratches Esteban's hand to, you know, make it look like a struggle. And it's zipping, dashing down the corridors, running around, making, uh, you know, throwing a muck around the place. Mm -hmm. And Esteban is like covering his hand and he notices it starts to heal. Let me see what card I drew. Um, I'm curious what the question for this one is going to be, because I, I know a little bit about tarot cards, as I own tarot cards, but I drew the tower. Something critical is destroyed utterly. What is it? Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. <laughs> oh my god. Like, do you... I mean, would that be the end of... The scenario? It's we'd be in the epilogue after that, essentially. I think something critical is destroyed utterly. What is it? So yeah, the anomaly rushes to the filtration system uh, and starts not like disassembling it, more like moving things around at such high speed, and all. The toxins that went into the filtration system that was being kept in there, that's been building up, it erupts, and all the toxins, um, and maybe part of the filtration was taking toxins, normal toxins that come from like the spaceship, uh, just that are in the air, uh, also gets brought into it, and now it's so concentrated of poison is let uh, loose within the facility and with a major arcana I can make an anomalous action you see all the vents um, and all the vents uh, on the in the facility sometimes they're closed a little bit to give more air to certain areas they all open up and you see tiny little uh, red panda like hands pushing them open while the other while the actual anomaly is dashing through the corridors and the fence starts sucking in the air to spread it spread the uh, toxins all over the this secret facility this okay the secret facility yeah. Because I was like, yo, that'd be fucked up to do the office building where those people didn't even know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, maybe some of it's going because that's just how shit works. Yeah. And you just see the anomaly, like, send a picture to Ava and Esteban that's just like, get the fuck out. I, and I feel like maybe Ava should be closer to be getting out because Esteban was the only one yeah. needed to. So, I don't know, but maybe that healing property also gives him some time. Yeah. Okay, so, question. 
obviously this was all top secret shit so it wasn't like it was readily available information but does ava do some kind of wipe to remove any information they had on the anomaly before they leave i think she maybe does more than that like maybe even spacecraft shit you think so because the spacecraft will be there though and also that huh oh we got a bit more cards we can go through okay well i don't know where this is going then (laughs) because i i was just i just thought like I mean, you can get rid of every, the trace of everything for sure, but like, you know, there's supposed to be this idea that like people are zeroing in on what's happening here, and we just want to make sure the anomaly gets off clean, but not necessarily that hemlock gets off clean. Mm. Although, if you find a secret facility of dead people, I don't know you're going to get off cleanly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's, keep- that's a good point. <laughs> so keep going then. Well, I think it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> you got the Page of Wands. I think this is our first wands. What environment weakens the anomaly? How is this replicated in the facility? What will happen when it escapes this environment? I mean, environment, I just think like one in which it's constantly having to heal itself. Okay. Like I'm thinking more broadly because that's been there that these people are, haven't come up with a creative way to detain this thing. That's what they've been doing the whole time. It's just making sure it's in pain so that it has to keep healing itself. And since it's healing itself, it's other abilities are maybe lacking as far as we know anyways, because that has to focus on that. Okay. Um, this was replicated in the facility, obviously by like literally, I I feel like there's gotta be a less ridiculous version than us stabbing the thing that they were doing, but, (laughs) But what will happen when it escapes this facility's environment? So, like, I, I guess maybe we could say, like, not just when they were transporting it, but when it was inside its confines, like, they were doing something that was damaging it constantly. Maybe some kind of laser thing, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, radiation or something like that. Mm. And now it's not, it's, it's free of that. All right. So, it's able to do, it's, it's like at full strength. But what does that mean? We never defined that. We never said yeah. like what it could do. Well, um, your options is add a fact about something, start a project, or a team meeting. Where is Edmund when this is when this breach is happening? Well, what do you think is more interesting, him being in the f- secret facility or him being in his office? I'm thinking he's in his office, but I'm also thinking the anomaly wouldn't leave without killing him. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Because <laughs> it just killed all those other people who were just following orders. Right. Some of them were not even, I mean, I guess you're bad by, you know, the fact that you didn't go, I just got to quit. You know what I mean? But like, it's not like they were all just like morally okay with what was happening. They're also afraid of Edmund. Um, out of fact, maybe is it dumb to be like, no, it can teleport. It's just that before. So like when they first found it, I don't know. It didn't feel the need to or something like it was just running around and then it gets shot. And then from there on, it's been in a constant state of like healing. So it couldn't do any, you know what I mean? It couldn't do the things that it was capable of doing. Well, maybe it can do even more because we've kind of alluded there's more creatures in the building. Yeah. So maybe when there's more of them around, they're even more powerful like together. Their, their abilities are heightened or something? Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I, 
I guess that's the. I mean, I still don't. We're still being vague, though. Like, what does that mean? If we're adding a fact, their abilities right. are heightened together. Okay, that's a fact. That's it, though. It's still vague. Like, it's still like, what does that mean? I mean, they can do I mean, reverse healing, <laughs> and they they all go up to this man's office and disintegrate him. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it could lead to that. Like, well, then I guess my turn is done. If that's the fact, then yeah. that's it. I drew the Queen of Pentacles. I'm gonna go with the facility staff discover that much key information about the anomaly is redacted. What key information has been denied to them? I feel like this is Ava who's trying to like um, destroy information. Uh, apparently they did, like, whatever they could in the field. Like, you know, taking blood samples and stuff. And, uh, something that was never released to the other, to the rest of the scientists researching it, is that the anomaly's, uh, blood is, like, nothing anyone has ever seen before. Of alien origin. Yeah. Or, yeah, something to that effect. Um, something like you couldn't, like, a gene, like, get a genome sequence or whatever, you know, science words, you know, whatever, like, what we consider as DNA, like, it's like it doesn't even have that, you know? So they're working with, like, information that could have been actually helpful because they're, uh, like, assuming, like, more animal-like, you know? And with the pentacles, I, well, that's introduce a person, start a project or a team meeting. I want to say the anomaly uh, meets admin. That is the current project. So I'm going to say in four turns, the anomaly will be at admin. Ready? Mm -hmm. Six of pentacles. Oh, I like that first one. Oh, that second one could be interesting, too. The two questions are, the anomaly is actively corrupting something inside the facility. What? What problems does this pose? And a member of the team makes an effort to negotiate with the anomaly. How does it react? Which way are you leaning? I don't know. <laughs> Because what was it corrupt? The only thing I'm thinking is the ship, but why would it do that? Make Big Bang? <laughs> I wanted a Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped my Big Bang. <laughs> so, so it wanted to ensure that the... the, the well, all the toxins in the air are maybe are flammable. Mm. But the people are already dead. Dying. Do you think Esteban is trying to, like, negotiate with the anomaly? Like, go home, be free. And the anomaly is just like... Like, don't blow up these people. Yeah, or and the anomaly is, like, showing pictures of Edmund must die. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I think I would go with the second one. Well, you already said he's making his way to Edmund regardless. Or does it not matter? Just because, just just the fact that Esteban is trying to convince him otherwise. 
Yeah, I mean, a member of the team makes an effort to negotiate with the anomaly. How does it react? Like, the anomaly could just be like, nah. No, that is what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, Edmund has to die in the anomaly's mind. Yeah. So, yeah, I think then that's what I would go with. Esteban tells the anomaly to just leave because, you know, this is its chance. And also, even though Esteban hates Edmund's guts, he's just a soft, like, he doesn't want anyone to die, you know? Right. But the anomaly ain't about it. After everything that's happened, and also what Edmund knows and the way he is, the anomaly is going to go take out Edmund. Um, you want to introduce a character? I laughed because I was like, I'm about to introduce the anomaly significant other. <laughs> Could be a team meeting with uh, Edmund, Ed, and Keith. I, I just, I don't, what would their meeting be about? Do they, they don't know what's going on yet, do they? I mean, there could be alarms and stuff going off that could be like triggering like a pop up on Edmund's computer, like, I toxin reports in facility D17. But they weren't even tracking that toxin to begin with. Would they actually have something that says high toxins when it's a toxin they weren't aware of until just very recently? I think I uh, also said like it's pulling out all the toxins from the air. Mm. So like even like normal toxins that we have every day doesn't really matter. A little bit they ain't gonna kill us, but it being concentrated. Or someone could like hit a, you know, how uh, like uh, stores have like a silent alarm. Why would Ed be in part of this meeting though? He's not there. Why not? Why isn't he there? Is that what you're asking? Or why couldn't he be there? Why couldn't he be there? Because, I mean, then why wouldn't he just be running it, right? The whole thing is he's still recovering. He's probably at home. Okay. So I guess Ed and Edmund and Keith. But I, I, I don't, I just, I don't know what, what, what could they, oh, shit's going bad. That sucks. <laughs> like, I'm fucked. Maybe we should evacuate. Get to the helicopter. But then how does he guarantee that none of this is found out? Not, I know it's not going to work out that way for him, but in his mind, he's right. got to be thinking, I can't be caught. I can't be caught with this. So how can he just leave unless he has like a fucking building implode button that he can press as he's leaving on his helicopter? <laughs> with you in the bombs? This is imploding, uh, not exploding. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> I feel I feel like uh, he again, rich CEO grew up rich. Probably just cares more about his life than anything else. Well, his life is over. If if. If he doesn't die there, his life is still fucked. If, if, if the government finds out about this, like, that's way too insane. I mean, I, my thought process would be he would scapegoat his father. He'd be like, I knew nothing about this. Yeah, but then his father uh, could be like, I mean, they only know about the ship actually now. But he doesn't know that. He doesn't know what's left about the anomaly yeah. and all that. So, but I'm saying you can't scapegoat your father for the anomaly when he was in a coma. Sure, you can. How? Oh, he was in a coma. You smudge the dates. You figure shit out. It's there's ways. I just don't think it's gonna work out. 
Like Esteban Ava. Well, yeah, no, it doesn't mean it will work out that way. But I just don't even think his thought think it process. Would, I don't think so. Like I just, it just sounds so like ridiculous. Because his father, it's not like his father's a nobody. His father's the CEO. His father's the one that started all this. And yeah, you can try to say that, but then it's like he has a lot more power than you. Mm. So why wouldn't he be able to defend himself? But you would think Edmund would do nothing. No, but I, I would think he would be like, how do we contain this to Keith? Mm. But I don't know the answer. I'm, I just know he's not going to get a helicopter and leave without any thought of what they're going to do to make sure that this doesn't get out. Well, Keith being the consultant, maybe he will. I feel like Keith would also not want to, you know, die and be involved with the shit. So he'd probably like, be like, tell El- Edmund, like, there's always someone to blame. Doesn't have to land on you. We get the fuck out. We deal with the aftermath later. Because either we stay here and shit just keeps getting worse and then we're here. Mm-hmm. And that could be the end of that. You know, Edmund doesn't have to make the decision. Okay. Uh, That was all you, right? Mm-hmm. I drew the Six of Cups. How does one leave the facility? What's been keeping the anomaly from just using the primary exit? We know what's been keeping the anomaly. Well, yeah. I I feel that uh, the way to leave the facility is like there's probably two main elevators uh, and the only way to like reach the bottom floor is with a special pass. And maybe, like, a staircase for emergencies, but that leads to, like, a sewer. That leads, you know, out to some somewhere outside of city limits. Uh, and again, you need a pass or some shit to get through those doors. What's been keeping the anomaly from just using the primary exit? Uh, again, doesn't have the pass. And I think now uh, it wants revenge. Even if it wants to leave... There's one more task it has. I I can't get this image out of my head. I'm holding the knife that's been stabbing him this whole time. <laughs> I know, it's so stupid. But I love the imagery of this thing holding this knife. Going like, I'm coming for you, Edmund. Uh, and uh, with Six of Cups... With its telepathic ability... It should be able to make you feel what it feels. And it just makes Edmund feel all the pain that it was feeling during that whole time. Before killing it. <laughs> I mean. Uh, acquire or lose something. Um, you know what I'm going to say they lose? The morale. I'm going to say morale's a little low. Ready for your card? Oh god. This better be a good one. Ten of swords. I, I'm just going to see if you can see this. Jesus. For people who don't know, at least in my deck, the Ten of Swords is a body filled with knives and swords sticking into them. Ten, precisely, actually. So, Ten of Swords. Well, the second one, I mean, we can... I, I know that it typically it would mean, like, the researchers, but we already took out all the ones that he would want to. It just says, the anomaly turns its attention to the facility staff. Start a project to represent its attempts to target them directly. But... You already have a project that is targeting the last person that he has to right. get to. 
we're already on our way to take Edmund out, which is the final piece for the anomaly. Yeah. When does that project end? Is it your next turn? I think so. Okay. <laughs> no, just because uh, I was secure and danger something, right, is one of the options. And so I was like, <laughs> to set you up for your bullshit, I was going to say the anomaly secures the knife that <laughs> poked and prodded him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's staying in then. <laughs> he has the knife. <laughs> Fuck it, let's go. All right, it's your turn. <laughs> Boom. Okay, uh, well, before I do the card, we end the project with its heightened ability uh, and using the help of other creatures that's around it. We don't know how many, but the anomaly jumps up towards the vent, high fives one of the hands that's sticking out, and then all of a sudden you just see it zip up, and the camera goes through the levels, and it's now in, in, like, I like how you're directing it with camera work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. When you're a director, the fall of Hemlock. <laughs> uh, we reach a cubicle farm uh, as it uh, reappears, and it's dashing over the tops of the cubicle farms as people go like, what the fuck? And it jumps up again. Another hand reaches out of one of the vans, slaps, it teleports again, even higher this time, landing in the office of Edmund, where Edmund and Keith are in a uh, argument of what they should be doing, and they stop when they see the creature appear, and in its hand, the knife, the first knife. The knife that belonged to Edmund, who gave it to the researchers to begin with. <laughs> and before Edmund and Keith can do anything, their mind is flooded with the pain and that the anomaly has been going through. And just a bit of satisfaction as it takes their lives. Let's see what card I draw. The King of Pentacles. <laughs> Did we draw every pentacle card? I. It feels like it. Uh, I, I love the second question because it's like serious drama going on, and then you can just talk about like a random employee who works there. <laughs> What's the least pleasant job in the facility? <laughs> How has the breach made it worse? <laughs> <laughs> And then who's in charge of the facility? How often do they talk to the rest of the staff? Not so much nowadays. <laughs> What's the least pleasant job in the facility? Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, Now, you would think, like, the research lab where everyone died. That's pretty bad. But it's not the worst job. Like, they're being paid well. And really, it's just this one incident that caused all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> you can't knock it for one incident where everyone died. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really um, John Whitley. John Whitley <laughs> is an office drone. Uh, working day in, day night. No union, no nothing. He doesn't know this. He's making less than everyone else because no one fucking talks about their salary. 
there was a union attempt that he was interested in, but, oh, well, Edmund squashed that down pretty quickly. And it's just a constant day of life of misery. He goes home, no family, no loved one. He eats his <laughs> microwave dinners. It's, it's just miserable. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I introduced the character, uh, John Whitley. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to go to the epilogue, or do you want one more card drawn for you? I don't think I can handle it. I've been already... <laughs> bar- You've been ta- really doing my turns for me the last few <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, let's start with some of the characters, and we'll end with the anomaly of how we think it ends. Uh, so, Edmund and Keith Lee brutally murdered in their office. Uh, what character would you be interested in? What do you mean? Like, oh, I guess we can just discuss together how it works. I guess it would be Ava and um, Esteban. Esteban together. I would say they escape. Maybe they used like the sewer entr- uh, exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there was also another scientist or two with them uh, who used the escape before dying. I think Ava. And Esteban, I would do anything about that or just be like, whatever. What do you mean? Witnesses. That they were the witnesses? Yeah, the, like other scientists who escaped. I don't think they would do anything about it. Definitely not okay. Esteban. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like a joyous, like, we did good, I guess. Yeah, we did something good. We worked at Evil Company. And- and we came out morally correct, I guess. Yeah, we helped uh, kill a few people, but that wasn't a part of our plan. That just kind of happened. <laughs> uh, Dr. Uh, Matsuda. Actually, no, we'll do Ryland, Ryland the Inspector. All this happened the day before the inspection was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Ryland's still there, but he's working like with government officials um and he's seeing like this new this underground facility maybe cleaned out a bit but going like dear god they don't have hand railings here they don't have like what the fuck this is like osha would shut this fucking down in a heartbeat what the oh my oh my god that radioactive material connected to that spaceship. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He probably gets a good bonus out of all this. Uh, Dr. Matsuda. I feel like enough stuff got destroyed. But like there's like some people still believe that like what Dr. Matsuda was saying. Well, the ship is still there. Mm-hmm. Which is what he largely knows about. And there's a way to spin it where uh, Hemlock could be saying, well, we were making that in secret. I just feel like with the government now yeah. being aware, why wouldn't they track down Dr. Matsuda to get answers? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Remember how I was saying, like, Ed, the original, the father, mm-hmm. was saying, like, 
hire someone to kill Dr. Matsuda. Jesus. Yeah, he kind of went over his son's head. I know I took the, we when we discussing the CEO before all of this, mm-hmm. I went a much darker route than you were expecting. I think I still like that little darker route, though. I just, I, I mean, yeah, the guy is rich, but I just, would he actually be able to kill Dr. Matsuda, like, with how, he seems to be really smart. He's been really good at, like, being hidden from, you know, everyone. I really. mean, yeah, but, I mean, you just get with whatever contacts he has, torture them, get the information, fucking murder yeah, but him. No, but just because you know his contacts doesn't mean those contacts even knew where he was. I feel like there's ways to track a person down. A person? I don't know. I just feel like he's too smart to go out that way, but... And, um... Oh, uh, John Whitley. Um... Uh, he lost his job. That sucks. Um, he was down on his luck for a little bit there. Uh, couldn't even afford his nice microwave That should be the last one. You're, you're totally skipping the CEO who has to deal with the government who knows what he's been doing now. And he killed someone for no reason because the government already knows. So Ed, yeah, okay. I mean, he's not even CEO anymore. It doesn't matter. This all happened under his watch. Yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah. about the anomaly. They know about the spaceship, which has been there for 50 years. Okay, what do you think would happen to Ed? He's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked. I don't even think there's enough money in the world to get away with this one. They have a facility of dead people. Gas leak. It's tragic that spaceship that they were creating. Um, yeah, but that's still their fault. Yeah, and they weren't creating the spaceship. It's it's obvious that no human made that. Is it? Yeah, I think so. When it it shouldn't be hard to find out that that ship has been there for over fifty years. Like with with the government's own scientists, they should be able to corroborate what Doctor Matsuda was saying to the media. And I feel like. Um, it would be a long, drawn-out legal battle, though. I don't think there's any chance of him winning, though. And then why wouldn't Ava and Esteban well, step up to the plate to put the nail in the coffin? Well, I, I have a question for you. Do you think the government would let people know that there were alien spaceships? Or do you think they would help cover it up? I think they would just let it know. Really? Yeah, because I don't believe that that's happened now. Like People think that, oh, there's some cover. I don't believe it. So it's stupid. Doesn't make any sense. This government, what have they been able to cover up? No, seriously. I think I even saw uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He made that case. He was like, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because this government's so incompetent. Like, how could you possibly expect them to keep a secret like that? You know how many people are involved? It's no way." Well, if you kill the right ones at the right time, there's too many anyway. people. There's too many people. The only reason why in our story this was working is because we kept it to a small team of people in one facility. Right. And then as soon as it started spreading, shit hit the fan. Like, that's times that by a million with the U.S. government. Okay, well, either way, like, Ed is definitely fucked in one way or the other. And, um... Now you can talk about, um... Well, no, the anomaly. Talk about the anomaly before. Oh, you want to go to anomaly last? Okay. No, no, uh, no, no. Now, and then, uh... Yeah. John Whitley. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. So, the anomaly. So you see Ava and Esteban. They're like at this, like outside the city limits, kind of. That's where the sewer leads out to. And so they're like this, you know, forest 
area. And you see, like, and, you know, it's, like, hilly. Maybe not mountainous, but hilly. And you see, on top of a hill, three red panda-like animals. All of them are black and purple in some ways. One, the original anomaly, has red eyes. The other two have green and blue eyes. As they watch uh, Esteban and Ava, you know, try to get out of this area and head off into the sunset, they run to the darkness, heading back to Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada, our home and sacred land. Credits roll and sequence. John Whitley, it shows flashbacks of him being losing the job. Uh, not being able to afford the good microwave dinners. Now having to buy the dollar trays. But then, you know, he worked for Hemlock. Not only that, Hemlock is dealing with so many fucking uh, government problems. No one can really deny that he was a computer programmer, a senior computer program for Hemlock. He puts that on his resume. Corner office. Living the dream. Beautiful view of the mountains. Black screen. That's the nice version. I feel like if he puts that, it's like, oh, you were, uh, you know. Well, I guess senior programmer is still in the upper part of the building. I was just thinking with the government then start asking him questions. <laughs> I feel like it, if it did, it'd be like, I don't know I, shit. I, I, <laughs> I don't know shit, man. I barely knew what I was doing there to begin with. Maybe more like like man- managerial role or some shit like that. Maybe not something that actually requires skill. But yeah, that was the fall of Hemlock. <laughs> I guess that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was really fun. Uh, did you have fun, John? More fun than I thought. Yay! That's what I always look for. <laughs> especially with my suggestions uh if you like this uh you know uh subscribe to the podcast leave a review uh hit like on our videos on instagram youtube tiktok wherever we put shit uh and share us with your friends family uh that weird guy at your office like you know why not share us with john Whitley. but this is the end of the podcast i want to thank you all for listening you have been wonderful uh john do you have anything you want to add to this no perfect uh bye